0: So we're multitasking today. That's when she told me pretty much. It's like, you can podcast and give Santi a shower at the same time. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm be multitasking.
1: <laughs> Parental, podcasting. Parental podcasting.
0: Parental podcasting 101. Yeah. There you go. The Minnesota
2: Football Show. Your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international. Soccer.
1: The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed. Produced and co hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice.
3: Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on
2: iTunes. And welcome, everybody, to the Minnesota Football Show. We are back for another week of games. Uh, lots to talk about, but this is Bridget here. Got Eric here as well.
1: Hello. How's it going? It is okay. It is okay. Good. Good. Nice to be back. You guys, you guys had a great show without me. I always think I'm not sure you all really need me because I feel like whenever I'm gone, the shows are really good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: I, I appreciate we, that you, you we keep
3: me lived around quite a bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I appreciate you keep me around, but I'm not sure that I'm really needed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> things, things got off track a little bit, but it uh, was great, it you was know, great, it was, it was fun, so yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Uh, Bergerigo is also here ish, he's he's doing the uh parental podcasting, so he's kind of running back and forth. Um, but if we can go ahead and get started. Um, yeah. just doing some recap from last week because there were some matches on Sunday, uh, after you all recorded. Um, MLS wise, so Nashville and Inter Miami. That was a uh, that was a rabbit ears nationally televised, and uh, that was a nil nil tie. And then we had kind of the big one there was Seattle Sounders and LA Galaxy played, and uh, two teams that are that are you know there's there's lots to talk about in terms of their narratives and their trajectories and things like that. And this could yeah. have gone a lot of different ways. And Seattle three 0 just continues to just roll. Yeah pretty impressive start still considering Lodero hasn't been playing uh and uh Morris obviously isn't playing and they're just they're getting it done in so many different ways just the depth of that team and Rodrigo's not here to uh to praise his his fellow Peruvian but that guy is just (laughs) he is fire he's just wow
2: yeah he was on it that day that was insane
1: and then the other one was uh, Vancouver and Colorado. We'll talk more about Colorado in a bit. And Colorado pulled it off. 1-0. Uh, yeah. Away win. in, in uh, Well, I guess not exactly <laughs> in Canada, but away win-ish. That <laughs> <laughs> we sort call of. it. Away-ish <laughs> win. <laughs>
2: Much closer to home than if they had gone to actual Vancouver.
1: Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Seattle remain undefeated. Um in the West in, in on the other side it's New England and then Richard, we got to talk about RSL are yeah. RSL good <laughs> because yes yes because <laughs> in theory these other two teams yes they're undefeated but they each have a tie RSL has yeah. played two games and has six points they have they are yep. undefeated undefeated they have not tied even yeah they're we'll, we'll, go ahead
2: tearing it up yeah
1: we'll speak a little bit more on them too. Cause they, they actually played last night and, um, I guess we can, we can spoil it a little bit. They are, they do have an L now, but my goodness, they still look phenomenal <laughs> yesterday. I mean, one of the best yep. goals of the season so far.
2: Whew. Yeah. It's going to be loss. a, it's going to be a goal of the year contender for sure.
1: It, it was out of this world. Um, we was back just in time. I, I will, uh, throw this to you sir you you wanted to talk about mls nwsl against voter suppression i did <laughs> yeah this this is your note buddy
0: <laughs> no i think uh uh the mlspa the nw WSL, all the player leagues literally through the um through the leagues in addition to i think it was the WNBA and a bunch of other people they they, they um, put out a statement, literally a unified statement in the aspect of, like, what was going on in, I believe, um, in, is it Atlanta? No, is it Georgia? Is yeah, it Georgia
2: states, yeah.
0: So, so that part of the South and where, like, they are passing laws that are literally voter suppression. So it was a great way for player associations to take a step and and use and use their platform. And I was, I thought it was great. Um, and I thought it was something that, um, you know, it it is something that needs to be said more often. And, and, and you remember like a couple of years ago, like, you know, people, people got in trouble just for being able to say they didn't, they didn't like certain things. And now mm-hmm. uh, these players have taken that on their own and, and player associations have been like, you know, we, we have a platform, we have a responsibility. And I think that's, that's the right step.
1: Well said. We have a couple this week in racisms this year. So we'll, we'll kick this one off. Bridget, I'll, I'll pass it to you. Uh, this is NWSL and going back to the opening match in Houston that we've already covered. And um, yeah, sort of, but not really anything happening. I'll pass to you.
2: Yeah, so there was a, a league investigation into the harassment um, that took place on the sideline that game, uh, the season opener, um, when one player was and and her boyfriend were singled out for um, supposedly breaking COVID protocol, uh, and they just happened to be black and breaking protocol. Um, so the league investigates the whole situation and decides that uh, nothing happened. Everything's fine. Uh, um, the phrase here is following multiple interviews with witnesses and a review of the venue security footage. The investigation was closed. No disciplinary action will be taken against the club. So, um, I mean, Which I guess it's amazing because it... we,
1: we all saw it too. It's yeah. Like... Really, you, you
2: can call this an investigation but um, I yeah. The purpose of an investigation is to review evidence of which there was plenty uh, but they reviewed the video and they saw nothing wrong. So it's all good. Everything's fine. Uh,
1: garbage, garbage, garbage. Hot garbage. Um, other yeah, NWSL yeah. related. Oh, go ahead, real.
0: No, I mean, um, you know, did you guys mention already that the Portland and the New York, New York, the Gotham are playing right now? So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, we hadn't.
2: So. Yeah,
1: we had. Yeah, we yeah. hadn't
2: mentioned that yet.
0: But
1: yes, yeah. the NWSL uh, Challenge Cup final is happening as we speak. Um, about yeah, 15 minutes or so ago, uh, Sinclair had a great goal. Just completely ripped off the ball in midfield and then took it all the way and blasted it right top of the nice. key. It was, it's awesome. So they're up, uh, Portland's up 1-0 right now. We can do some updates. But the other thing I was going to say, NWSL related, I just added this one today, I think it was. Um, There is a very talented 15-year-old young woman, uh, Moutri, Olivia Moutri, I believe is her name. And I I guess she went pro at 11, if I'm not mistaken, like just crazy talented. And so they have, so NWSL has this rule that you have to be 18 to enter the league. And she's suing. She's suing because if it were Europe, if it were other leagues, uh, there wouldn't be that kind of if, an age restriction. If she were a boy? That too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, if that's that's correct. If it were MLS, this wouldn't yeah. matter, right? Right. So yeah, so this will be kind of an interesting thing to follow and watch and, and kind of see what happens. Um, it's, it's kind of a big deal because this, this really... Like you said, I mean, it's pretty sexist just just to start out with, and this right. could really open things up, or not, or it could fail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, when when you consider that the uh, women's national team, well, they don't they don't really consider that as a barrier. I mean, there's obviously like the U twenty, the U eighteen, U sixteen, all of those, but if if you have the talent, you can, you can age up a little bit. Um, plenty of teams make that exception. NWSL is really the only league that's uh, really taken a hard line on that. And they talk all about getting younger players involved, but then they also draw a firm line at, at the age of 18. So um, just one more, one more hypocritical stance from the NWSL. Um, in the way that they operate, um, we should mention this, this Portland match, uh, against New York is a little, a little, uh, controversial we'll say as well, um, with all the anti-trans bills that have been going on the last few weeks, all that conversation. Um, there was a Portland Thorns player, and I don't remember offhand who it was, but oh uh, really, kind of, I missed this. Yeah, kind of in support of those bills, or at least not in support of um, trans athletes, uh, which we know in so there are some. You're playing with trans with trans people. Wow, um, I did so not know New York players have come out in support of their trans teammates and and rivals um whereas a few portland players have not so there's a bit mm. of that discussion happening around this match as well
1: damn okay wow so we'll follow both those things we'll we'll follow that as as well as uh moultrie and and this then this lawsuit because this could be some uh pretty uh pretty groundbreaking stuff here We'll we'll see what happens yeah um okay so getting started with mls week four we hinted at this already uh, Salt Lake and San Jose played yesterday, and it was just kind of a firecracker bananas match. Um, your final score is 2-1 is to one San Jose, but as we already alluded to, the Rubin goal, this bicycle kick, was just out of this world. I mean, FIFA cheat code, ball comes in, gets headed to him, chest trap, beautiful bike. I mean, it, it was a video game. It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. What can you say? I, I just—I uh, I think I've watched it ten times.
0: <laughs> what I can say and, is I, I didn't start Diego Diego Ravine in my fantasy. <laughs> whoops. So, whoops. So he's got like two assists and uh-huh. one, in two goals. I don't know how many assists. So yeah, I'm looking pretty bad.
2: He, uh, he uh, and this is a guy coming up from USL. That's uh, right. Lead, leading scorer for San Diego Loyal. Um, and everyone says that you can't bring a player up from USL and expect mm. uh, expect goals and you know high performance. And he hey. out there to prove everybody wrong. And uh, doing it with Salt Lake is pretty massive. Um,
1: Absolutely,
2: it's yeah, almost like Bridget. Would you changer.
1: say would you say that there, there could almost be some kind of a promotion and and relegation types i don't know a, a system
2: perhaps like like maybe each of these players could play at either level maybe yeah
0: <laughs> that could
1: work we're, we're, we're gonna have a lot of fun tweets from that one <laughs> um, tell
2: us what you think listeners yeah, yeah. let's hear
1: <laughs> good times so for a long time that's the goal like they they basically lead one nil for 70% of this entire match. Um, and then at the very end, <laughs> Wandolowski comes in, what? He comes in like the 70 something, 80th minute? I don't yeah, remember. it was
2: late. Yeah.
1: And he does what Wando does. He puts in two goals in five minutes. The second one was just an absolute spectacular, a great little, great header. I mean, what can you say about this guy? He's, I think he, he just recently turned 38, and he's, yeah. he's still doing it. I mean, now, now he's it. kind of. Yeah, he's kind of like the super sub role now. Um, Doyle put out, he put out two different different tweets, so I was a little confused. I'm not sure if the goal record that Donovan said is 170 or 178, but whichever number that is, listeners, you can let us know. Wando is now tight it. So it is neck and neck between that Donovan record and Wondolowski, and he's obviously still going, so it's probably going to be broken shortly. Yeah. What a legend. So there you go. Two to one. All right. Well, I don't know about you, Bridget, but I'm pretty thrilled about this weekend and the amount of rabbit ears football that is available. It, it feels like it feels like <laughs> the big payoff after all, all the complaining. You're finally
2: going to get to watch a few games and not you just –
1: I'm saying, I'm saying. And across multiple channels too. Like, Yeah. So right now on, on CBS, you've got the NWSL Challenge Cup Final. Uh, spectacular. Later on today, uh, Univision is going to have the – I don't know if they call it the Texas Derby. I think they have a different name for it, but it's, it's Dallas and Houston, whatever they're calling it down there. Um, later on this evening on regular Fox, El Trafico, which will be a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. You've got LAFC and, uh, and, uh, Galaxy. We're not sure, I guess, whether Vela is actually going to play or not, but hopefully just for the narrative that Vela and Chicharito <laughs> get to face off. Um, obviously then later, later we have the, the, <laughs> the, the, match. I hope I can stay awake for is Minnesota That's United, right. <laughs> Colorado, and that'll be on the CW on 23, and then tomorrow, it's a, there's a double header on ABC. You've got uh, that I put it in. Um, I know it's the Cascadia one, but what's oh Miami, Atlanta first, and then yeah. Cascadia, Portland and Portland, Seattle. Seattle. So, I, mean, I feel spoiled. It's, it, this is wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's 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 have games it's, to
2: choose from. <laughs> yes, it's,
1: it's like a half a century late. This could have came twenty five years ago. <laughs> but I'm enjoying yeah. it.
2: Yeah, that's that's going to be a good weekend.
1: Well, and any other thing, any other matches in there that you all are excited for?
2: Uh, DC is going to be interesting, just um, given their personnel issues at the moment. Uh, quite a few players out. They have like a few available for the bench, mm-hmm. um, but they may be looking at doing the um, hardship loans you know taking some four day contracts getting players in just to just to fill some roles so um, be yeah, interesting be both,
1: it's, I was just gonna say they're kind of playing a beat up Columbus team too that it, yeah, yeah they might be able to take advantage of
2: yeah a little bit um, there I mean it's a cobbled together team though so
3: sure Columbus
2: at least has a little bit more you know They've got are the yeah, they're they're playing like their second in line or third in line players, and DC will be looking at like basically rolling out a practice squad and and some other people. So
1: one more update here: uh, Red Bulls are up one 0 on Toronto right now. I can report that. But then, that one just uh,
2: started, didn't
1: it? Just started. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Nope, they're at halftime or close to halftime. Oh, yep. My Man, niece t- is
2: here. We've been watching Arthur. I've missed the whole 40 minutes. Wait,
1: Arthur? <laughs> That's classic. Arthur can't,
0: can't go wrong. No, I'll take it. If, yeah, <laughs> if you ever get to watch Bluey, let me know. Bluey's we, amazing We show.
2: were actually trying to find that and um, for some reason it's like, free episodes aren't showing up right now on our TV. Yeah,
0: Bluey, Bluey is f- hilarious, I'll tell you that much. Like, like, all of us as a family, except for G., 'Cause she just likes being in her room. So
1: Yeah. I can't so. do that when I'm drinking water. <laughs> yeah. So but
0: it also was when Bluey's on, we'll be like, ooh, let's watch Bluey and see what crazy thing
1: the family does. So
2: Nice. Yeah, we'll have to find a few episodes to stash.
1: Rodrigo, how about you? Anything in there that you're really looking forward to? I'll put off people later on. Um,
0: I just want to see which Texas stadium is actually going to be the emptiest between (laughs) between Dallas and Houston. So I just want to see. Yeah, that's that's a good. See what full
2: capacity looks like today. That's
0: right. So you know, I mean, full capacity at the moment is probably two hundred people, right? I
1: mean, well, it's Texas, my guy. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) well, we'll see, right? No, I. I want I could to could have said I you know yeah it's going to be a quarter capacity yeah, 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 keep coming it's all right keep coming keep yeah. coming
0: Dallas would be Dallas that I just want to be able to see what Dallas does just overall but besides yeah. that I mean there's um I I'm always I'm always up for uh, Frankie Frankie reruns so I love to see what Philly does against Chicago Toronto got their butts kicked and. But Cruz Azul in the CCL, so I don't yeah, know how they're feeling. So we'll see we'll how that goes. That. So
1: cool. Well, like I said, what what a what a time to finally get it all on the rabbit ears. Give me the rocky the rocky salute. Dun, yeah, I was just doing trumpet lessons, so I'm all I'm all it up for my trumpet. Um, let's let's talk about later this evening when trying after Eric like pounds two or three cups of coffee to stay awake. Um, in Colorado, nine o'clock Central Time. How's this gonna How's this gonna look, friends? Can this team actually get a point? Like at least a single point? I, I yeah, don't know what's, the injury? what's Bridget, the injury. Bridget's reaction but... is telling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bridget, do you it's know who's I got on the injury list? Yeah,
2: it's like- uh, so pretty much the same. So Lude is questionable. Um, and Hayes is questionable. And then- all
0: right. So in other words, <laughs> that means that um, um, Fetty Emmings is going to start as a left wing. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we could use uh, we could use the that height there. That would be amazing. There. That's right. <laughs>
1: that would be amazing. Freddie Emmings is
0: going to be the set piece, um, not the taker, but the set piece target, and all. The if they pieces. go down yeah. two goals, Stand I would love to see here. that.
1: That would be amazing.
2: Stand right here.
0: <laughs> Stand there. Man. Don't use your hands. You know not to use your hands. I know it's a hard habit, but just use, you just put them in your pocket. All right. Wow. You know, That might be, I mean, here's the thing. Like you look at Colorado, right. And you know, like if, if you, if you follow logic, right. If, if a team that beats us, beats them, like, like if, if Austin beat Colorado, I think it was like three, one, I think or something like that. So you would be like, yeah, we can beat them. Right. We should be able to beat them. Right. And, um, but then you look at what they have, they have, they have John, you have Lewis who's just a, firecracker they have former rookie of the year uh i always forget how to pronounce his name she she shinky thank you and then and then you have Cole bassett who's an up you know coming and then i mean you it's like it it's like what it what you know that's a that's a formidable attacking squad Mm
3: -hmm. right
0: you know and they're young kids so I, I, I can't wait to see what they do against our our, our defense on the wings plus obviously.
1: plus altitude
0: plus altitude yeah right? yeah that's yeah like... they're
2: they're just a fun side to watch this season yeah so, and so
0: I don't know like I, I I I hope that Heath gets away from the high press scenario because high pressing and altitude is it's I mean like we've seen how Bolivian teams how people play when they play <laughs> Bolivia yes yeah it it's like know you know we're, going. Just bunk, we're just gonna bunker we're just gonna bunker and i'm fine with bunkering as long as you got a quick hunter we don't know how reynoso is we don't know if reynoso will play um um and i don't know if you guys caught the uh the andy uh the the interview with it from the pioneer press with heath and what he said that uh ramon avila aka Juan Chope, wasn't Pressing like like Heath wants him to, or he wasn't doing that part of our system, and we're like, didn't everyone? I think it was pretty obvious even through Boca fans that Juanjope is not going to run, yeah, he's not going to exactly. press. Yeah,
2: he it's it's fairly obvious from like thirty seconds of sample play that he's going to be in Angelo Rodriguez, who just plants himself up top. That's right, and yeah. and Heath should know that. I mean, we we saw that when he first subbed in his first appearance. I mean his, first his touch was in his highlight yeah, reel. Yeah. His first touch might have been a, a shot in his debut but that was because everyone was up top. That's right. <laughs> and and he it just, landed at his he seat. just walked yeah he just walked <laughs> up there he happened to be in the in the box ball came to him and he tapped it. And that's I mean <laughs> it's exactly how, what how he's going to be doing me, make me
1: move two legs. <laughs> <laughs> How
0: dare you! I mean, that, that, that's the thing. It's like it's uh, like it's like. Well, we need to press more. We we. I was like, well, we that's what the system we want. Well, then it's it's not working. You the, Yeah, press then, with, then get with
2: people, people who are going to press. Right, right. And, and don't we'll expect run. your yeah. Don't expect your defense to do all the pressing, which exactly. is what happened. And at altitude, like you're saying, they're probably going to be bunkering a little bit. So I you, hope they bunker the really, whole time. I'm, I'm they, okay. They I'm better, okay walking
0: yeah. with one point in Colorado. I'm fine I mean, with that.
2: If Boxy just plants himself on the line right in front of Dane, perfect.
1: <laughs> but, you guys right. You guys are not. I I already had low confidence, but you guys are not helping. Well, <laughs> you I, know, I it's it
0: right now. Like he, we we've been so positive
2: it. for the last three games, <laughs> and here we are. So you know what?
0: <laughs> so I, I think. I think what we need to really think about is is the aspect of how uh, like. We all know, and every every Minnesota United fan that actually watches, has been watching them play, knows how do you attack Minnesota, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty much telegraphed. There's no more surprises anymore, right? Right? Um, you, you either put a body on Reynoso and you contain his exit passes, right? You really crunch him in so he doesn't have time to do that. And you have... Um, and and you know their their attacks mostly going to come on the right side, right? And no one, no one, except for Lude, maybe and Ray will dribble into the box. So then your defense doesn't have to really move, and then you just counter and switch and attack the left side, and that's pretty much it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh... So oh, when we get to, right. when, when I we get when we finally see something different, then we'll say something else. But until now, I mean, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay just saying let's bunker, let's just bunker and work on a counter because you know if if Reynoso doesn't play, then you have to put someone in that position. You're probably gonna he's... have to do with a double eight, or you are gonna or or you put the two sixes out, right? I mean, you put.
1: I, I know he got some knocks. I wasn't aware. Is is there a possibility that he's out?
0: Well, he left at the game, at like in the seventieth minute, because he just kept getting trampled, and he would, he, would, he had a th- uh, hamstring injury before. Hmm. And so, well, he left like on the seventieth minute, I think, of the Austin yeah. game, and then, and then my whole like whatever I know so gets hit by a bus scenario came yes. to light. It was like <laughs> on then, then,
2: yeah, I mean, there's that, and then we're also looking at three games in the course of what seven days. Right. Yeah. So we've got uh, Vancouver on Wednesday, and, Wednesday and then yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So like, who are we con- gonna conserve and rest through these high altitude, this high altitude game, and which uh, man, it's it's gonna be a whole different tactical.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, if Lude was factor. if Lude was healthy, if Hayes was healthy, you know, even if Hansen was healthy, you know, then you at least could come up with some way of creek some way of creativity in that midfield, but. Yeah. without without i mean i'm i would be okay with ray not playing this this game and or coming up with a sub and just trying to figure out with your young talented group that you have and see what you can do right um and i think that would be i would be okay with that i think you know i'm not saying start mcmaster though i should but um but i think just, i'm
1: saying it i'm saying start mcmaster uh, yeah
0: and then I'll agree. everyone yeah. else yeah. you put, you put Dotson in as the eight and you put trap in there and then you just, you know, I mean, the guys but
2: the guys who've Eric been and. the super subs, <laughs> they, you know, they may as well get a chance to, to start from the, you know, start from the whistle on that and see where it gets them.
1: Yeah. Whew, all right. Well, I think what we'll do, uh, obviously this is going to be late for this match, but for this match, and I suppose for Wednesday as well, we'll pop on the Twitter spaces and uh, we can do some immediate uh, reactions and all that kind of fun stuff. I think Rodrigo, you can drive tonight and maybe I'll drive on Wednesday. We'll figure it out. But we we had a test run and it went pretty well. We, we, we had the inevitable <laughs> weird uh, weird entrance control. by somebody. Well, it was one of those things where I feel empathetic when somebody comes on and you know they're talking about they're a horrible situation in their country. But then it's also like, wait, is this the Nigerian Prince thing? Because it could exactly. go either, what I it could go yes. either way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we worked it out. It happened once. and so now we know what to look out for.
0: Right. So then but, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully today we'll be able to just see how that is. And actually yeah. for the Saturdays, so for those who are listening, and we're actually, um, this probably... Well, this comes out probably Sunday or Monday, but anyways, but a Wednesday though, too. Yeah, um, I think also the same thing is just that Bridget today you get to work with 10k with Jeremy and take k pitches right after the game. Yep, yeah, nice. we're gonna do a little post show.
2: Um, because it's a late game, we're starting like right after the final whistle. Normally, he waits until the post show and presser is over, but yeah, we're gonna jump in right away, talk a little bit about the game um hopefully there's some good things to break down but
1: uh yeah very cool yeah Solidarity to, definitely to, to 10k and jeremy they've been doing a great job he does a really good job with all the lower league stuff i mean once upon a time yeah. we kind of did it when we had a uh, a radio show in the radio studio and it just got a little harder so i'm, I'm glad that yeah. uh they really picked He's... it up and really focusing on it
2: He's doing double duty tonight, too, because he's covering uh, Flamingos now as well. That's right. Um, And Madison kicks off, I believe, about the same time or maybe a little bit earlier. Uh, Yeah.
1: Let's shift gears to something more positive and not talk Minnesota United. Let's talk Minneapolis City. Speaking of lower leagues. So, yes, exactly. Now we can be happy. Uh, They have their opener today in South Dakota playing Dakota Fusion. Um, They're... Their second team is actually playing at, uh, at Nelson Field this evening, I believe, against uh, – is it Inter-Minneapolis? Inter-Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah. So that match is going down as well. And then next week, Friday the 14th, is the home opener at Nelson Field. So all cool things to look forward to. We always wish our Crows luck. Uh, I was hoping to make it out next week. I'm not sure it's going to happen, but shortly, shortly, shortly. I, I would be – how do I gotta think how I wanna phrase this. I'm gonna pause for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I feel considerably more excited to go to the Minneapolis City match than to go to Allianz Field at present, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say, I think.
2: <laughs> I understand that feeling completely. Yep.
1: Yes. Yep. Awesome. Uh, let's take a break and do some internationals.
2: Hi, this is Yousef Watch, and no, you must be tuning because I am definitely not blessing ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show,
0: and welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. Well, we be we talking about international news. First coming up, I believe we have. Um, wcl news so
1: eric what do you have for us women's champion league final i think it's actually happening as we speak i was just going to zero in here and see if i can find it or is it today or is it tomorrow well i can start by saying the semifinals happened last week barcelona uh wins 2-1 over psg uh 3-2 aggregate and then chelsea and byron played and chelsea had a huge win it was much closer coming off that first leg i think byron actually won that first leg and then chelsea just stormed back with a 4-1 win to make it 5-3 aggregate so your final is going to be barcelona and chelsea and next for, sunday next sunday thank you i couldn't remember if it was this week or not thank you so should be exciting um chelsea kind of surprised me i'll be honest but uh, barcelona we i think we kind of saw this one coming that's not that big of a surprise but boy if if they can continue that momentum especially knocking out byron the way they did that last this last match who knows i maybe maybe that's the place to to bet on chelsea in more ways than one intent nudge nudge (laughs) (laughs) um rodrigo this is yours uh Referee, we have the first trans referee in uh Israeli football history. Take it away.
0: Yeah, no, this was a really interesting and like great news that I, I thought at least. So uh Sapir Berman uh, made history um by officiating a soccer match in Israel's Premier League for the first time since coming out as trans transgender. I thought that was just Great thing to celebrate and great news all mm-hmm. around. Makes me feel better about this world and the soccer we live in. So, um, additional news. Um, let's see. At a news conference uh, in which um, she publicly announced her transition, Berman at 26 already a top referee in Israel's league, leading soccer league, said she had always seen herself as female even at a young age. And she and there were the cool thing is like there were people. Players that were also being supportive of this whole movement and, and and their their transition and so it was just it was great. I mean, like we need more of that in this world, to be honest. And so I was just happy to be able to find this tidbit of, of, of good news.
2: Yeah, and especially in an, in a region that um, tends to have issues with uh, women taking part in general, um, yes. to see support for that particular scenario is really nice
0: right and specifically you know as uh you know back in uh was it 2018 with lucy clark a a british soccer referee was also i think the first that uh transgender referee so you know we are we are making slowly some headway and and being accepted of 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 human beings right and so i think that's one of the, the the good news so that's so we'll keep an eye on, on that as well. And, and actually, who knows, maybe, maybe I'll be able to find some highlights of something like that down the line.
1: So, yeah. Nice. Thank you. Good stuff. Um, Champions League. We finished things up here. We're getting ready for another final very soon. But we had second legs of semifinals uh, on May 4th. We had Manchester City and PSG. I don't know. I, I think back to a couple of weeks ago, where I was very confident that PSG were going to be in the final, and my goodness, Man City, Pep Guardiola, <laughs> they they just figured it out. Pep just he had a plan, stuck with it, and in this match in particular, there was nothing PSG could do. Yeah. It, it just you know it just looked like um, I'm trying to think of the right metaphor uh my my i say my son's I'll, I'll do this my son's a very good chess player it's like me playing against my son in chess he's, <laughs> he's he's three moves ahead of me all the time and that's kind of what this match felt like it's like whatever psg was doing pep was already you know or the team was already ne- on to the next yeah. thing way before it was just it was kind of amazing to watch um mares in the on the 11th minute gets the first goal and the thing i love about this goal is not even the goal it starts with Ederson, the goleiro brasileiro, the keeper. He he starts this ball. You know, he, he it, it starts with a goal. He picks it up as the goalie. And, I mean, the the I'm pretty sure it was a throw. It might have been a kick, but I want to say it was a throw. But he clears like three-quarters of the field with this throw, and it lands right at the left wing's foot. I, I can't remember who actually took it up that, to eventually cross it to Mares, but – what an unbelievable – we talk about this too with, with the MLS teams in Minnesota United and having that precision from a keeper that can see yeah. the space and see the runs and get the attack going all the way from the back as the keeper <laughs> is a special talent. And just to see it happen in real time like that, it blew my mind. It was beautiful. So, mad respect to Edison for – essentially he won't get credit for the goal but I'm giving him credit for the goal
2: (laughs) he gets he gets secondary assists there
1: yes at at the very least it was awesome absolutely awesome and then from there on it was just like like I already mentioned it was PSG were trying everything they they had uh Mbappe pretty much double teamed and contained and they kind of took a gamble because they're like you know We can't double team both Neymar and Mbappe, so we're gonna focus mostly on Mbappe and kind of take him out of the game, and just have one or two people kind of shadow Neymar, and it totally worked. and And Ney was getting, you know, bravo, 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 and he couldn't do anything, couldn't do anything. (laughs) And then Mario scores again in the sixty third minute. Um, let, let's let's get to the uh, that leads into this weekend in racism to the revenge. Revenge.
2: The Racism legacy.
1: Redemption. Oh I, watch, the I watch way too many crappy action movies.
0: Um, me too. Me too. We Sixty-eight minute.
1: We can. That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other show. That's right. That's right. Uh, Di Maria goes out of bounds and for whatever reason i think it was just frustration he just kind of turns and does i don't even think it was that hard of a stomp but it was clearly a stomp on the guy and of course he's gonna i don't i don't remember the opposing player but he definitely got the uh, best supporting actor award and hammed it up and so he gets a direct red there was a little discussion at first like at at first i thought they were actually going to give him a yellow and i think the side refs came It was probably more the side ref that convinced the uh the center ref and like nah no, 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 no. he it was deliberate so anyway he gets the red and then bridget i'll throw this to you uh I, I was watching on univision so i i had it all in espanol didn't hear this until i opened twitter and it was just like i got hit by a waterfall so the english i'll be very clear here the english broadcast did a racism bridget
2: yeah so um as Maria is walking off, Jim Baglin, the commentator, says uh, under his bre- breath, as like an aside, "All oh, the, uh, the the Latin temperament, <laughs> the Latino temperament. There Latino it is.
0: Temperament. There we go. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's our next T-shirt." <laughs> The Latino temperament. We're naming this podcast. That's what we're naming this podcast episode. We're naming the Latino, Latino temperament. temperament. That's what we're gonna call this. That's because good. This That would that look good on a
1: shirt. Minnesota football
0: show. The Latino, Latino temperament.
3: temperament. <laughs> it actually, um, I think that we've got our new beer flavor. Oh, oh there you go. Oh. That's even better,
0: Sheila. Welcome, Sheila. Yep, yep. Oh, Sheila, coming with the hits. That's a hell of I love it, that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I can't wait for our. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Hop Clouds and be like, we need a Latino. We need a Latino I t- can't t- I can't wait to have that conversation with Christian. He's like, what is Latino? <laughs> He's like what oh,
1: does um, it, it taste it's, like? It's, Ooh, it's like gotta chocolate. be a it's gotta be like a jalapeno lager.
0: That's right, or something like that, right? Or or just a mate infused
1: beer
0: that you know Or just throw everything that makes you angry in it, and then there you go. And then we'll just make a beer out of that, and that's what we'll do. But no, the thing was is like he said it with so much like he wasn't like questioning himself oh it's a latino temperament yeah. and i was like and then like i i was like i heard it and i was like did he just and then like nubia too like, yep and i'm like oh wow i was like well this is gonna go well let's see how, how well this ages and it didn't age very <laughs> well at all
2: it, it was taken up quite quickly on Twitter. And yet that, a lot of people are like, did he say what I think he just said? Because it was like kind of an aside. Um, like the viewers obviously meant to hear it. He wasn't trying to hide it, like say it under his breath and get caught on a hot mic or anything like that. But um, it was, you know, quiet enough that you're like, wait, what? And I, I wasn't watching. I was checking scores. But yeah, our, our friend. Colin O'Donnell posts it. Um, and I thought, whoa, okay. Uh, but like every broadcaster on Twitter was had had a thought on it. Um, and it's just the fact that we're still having this conversation is absurd first off, but that, I mean, to, to his, yeah, to his credit, um, his apology was actually an apology Um, he, he did start with, I'm sorry if you were offended, which is a no, no, don't start an apology that way. Um, but it did end with, I am working to learn. I'm trying to understand, I'm taking action. And so far, a lot of people, uh, including Latinos in the media have said, no, he's, he's like actually trying to understand why this is an issue. And so, you know, we'll take the growth and move on.
1: And there's a whole other level to this, too, that a lot of people brought up that I saw that, that was he, sh- he should even ask Di Maria if he identifies as Latino, because this is That's a fully right. European white Argentine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So there's there's like a whole other racial element to it that that he clearly is. Yeah, not it's not like
2: about. it's not like he was signed and brought over from Argentina. He's
1: exactly exactly He lives and there.
2: He, He's from there.
1: And showing also just all the nuances and diversity within the so-called Latino community. And right. So, I mean, there's there's lots of layers. Just there's on that
3: way one too day. many
0: layers. It's like it's mm-hmm. like the never-ending onion that we're trying to peel back. And so, but the the thing is too is just because like I saw a lot of it, and like, um, I don't know if any of you know who Luis Miguel echagaray is. He used to work for. Yes. Uh, so he's the CBS Sports. Uh, he's a host of CBS Sports. Uh, he also has the Kegolazo party. He's also, he also very Peruvian. Matter of fact, I he lost a bet with me, and so I have to send him a red loon scarf so he can wear it and take a picture <laughs> of it. I haven't gotten to that yet because you know we're still behind on a lot of stuff. But that's I'm a good bet. I like that bet. So, uh, so, but he had um he he knows Jim, and so he posted on. On his twitter and if you haven't yet you should look at it and he talks that was about a great that,
2: thread yeah it
0: was a great thread where he talks about like listen uh being being reactive on twitter can only get you to one can only do one thing for you right and so and so he was really w- working through this he said i've talked to him offhand he is apologetic and he wants to learn and i want to use this opportunity to do that but he does say that this is you know something that that is is a stereotype, it's an archetype, right? You know, go mm-hmm. same with the Latino Heat or like or like the only Latino heat I kind of I'm I'm a fan of is when uh is the wrestling type of thing when the uh, when the former <laughs> former um uh Eddie Guerrero, who was one of my favorite wrestlers, anyways. That's it's going off, but regardless, it's just that aspect of it that you're pushing archetypes and stereotypes on people who may not even identify as that, right? And I'm like and you're just giving a reason for someone to be angry about something, right? Oh, it's just because that's what that's how they are. That's what. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. well, if that's true, then what do we call all the all, all the white terrorists that end up trying to shoot people all the time? What are they, are they angry? What what is it that they're trying to do? I was like, what is it, right? Exactly. So good on on, on Jim apologizing. Hopefully, they will be better. Um, I wish Jim would use. Um, metaphors instead, like Ray Hudson does. I think Ray Hudson is great at using <laughs> metaphors and, and similes and I think I enjoy some of that stuff. But he he also yeah. just
1: screams and shatters my exactly. That's what <laughs> I love. Yeah. It's like it reminds me of watching games
0: with my mom. If you ever get to watch a soccer game with my mom, you walk away either sore because you're laughing so much, or just like hoarse because you're screaming with it. Every yeah, little play. That's I just imagine play. the
1: producer is just like we need we need another board. He just broke another board.
0: <laughs> so, but yes, that's um,
2: one of one of the first replies just to show how ridiculous it was. I can't remember who said it, um, but they're like, "Well, he should really apologize, but he is Irish, so he probably needs to take some time away from his beer, and he's a little too oh, busy." <laughs> that's not helpful. <laughs> but, uh, but they were trying to show like how ridiculous it is how yeah. ridiculous it is to use that ser- stereotype. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, this—it's the same thing." Because so many people right away were like, "What? Like, we admit to you the fact that we have this Latino temperament and well, whatever." It's,
3: I mean, it's not exactly the same, just because. No, I. Uh, but
2: it's not. But they were trying to show, like, yeah, this I, is this this is how absurd you sound when you claim right, I see that, I like.
1: See what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well. All of that aside, Man City wins 2-0. It's a 4-1 over aggregate, so Manchester City looking very strong going into this thing. Um, And we'll kind of see how that all plays out. uh, But, oh well, Di Maria. Um, Where was I going? Well, let's go to the next one. Chelsea and Real Madrid. This one I also blew. I thought for sure Real Madrid were going to win this thing through. And Chelsea, from the jump, dominated this match. And I was really impressed I didn't get to see all of it. I was actually at the dentist, and I was trying to like sneak <laughs> little little bits and pieces. And, and the hygienist was cool. She's like, oh, "Yeah, yeah go watch the match. That's cool." I'm like, "Well, I can't exactly because I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, I'm fully stretched out. I'm fully reclined. It's just, it's not gonna happen." <laughs> uh, but anyway, they win two nil, and and the midfield, the Chelsea midfield, were just relentless, absolutely relentless, and and they were just mowing down real madrid all the time they couldn't stop him they could not stop him uh warner had, who has had some pretty bad luck in the, in this tournament in particular but he does score in the 28th minute great shot this is a rodrigo comment follow your shots as he always says as the coach uh it hits the post and kind of goes straight up and and Werner just stands there and heads it right in when it comes back down that's your first goal um uh 85th minute towards the very end uh Pulisic actually comes in as a sub as does Mount and apparently I didn't know this these two actually played together in Chelsea youth like I don't know 10 years ago something like that so they've known each other for for a minute and Pulisic uh runs it all the way down to the corner passes it off Mount puts it in there you go two nails your final three one uh aggregate so we have uh friends we have a EPL Champions League final and I don't think this has happened since 2000 something when it was uh, Chelsea, uh, man. U, right? It's been a while. It has been a while.
0: Remind me again, did is, did Chelsea was Chelsea one of the founding groups of the Super League? Mm,
2: yes. I think so.
0: Yeah. Okay. Dang. I, I, I well apparently, well at least they backed out. Apparently Real Madrid hasn't yet, so that's probably why they lost,
1: anyways. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, and of course the big narrative here that I saw Fox Soccer and some other ones definitely pushing were uh, was rather that no matter what happens, a U.S. citizen and American will lift the Champions League title. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get on, one, on one hand that's true because Christian Pulisic is going to play and he's going to be an integral part in that Chelsea team. On the other side – Zach Stephens probably not gonna play <laughs> at all <laughs> right yeah, it's, if, I mean,
0: that's okay I
1: mean, it is okay so like I mean technically yes you, if they win he'll lift the trophy but you are not gonna do anything to get that trophy you're just gonna get the trophy
0: <laughs> I mean it's like it's like if it's like, if, if it's like Cruz food played against America for me who do I cheer for because both of them have Peruvian players in it it's like but I'm a Cruz Azul fan so that's that's just the thing so we'll always cheat for that but that's kind of the the logic I get it right uh, an American player will get to win the in-host up the cup, which is, I think, that's great. You know, it just it's only proves that the pool of talent is is is, is getting better, right? That's
1: it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's happening. I didn't put the date in here. Is I think I think it's not this coming week, but the following, right? The final. That yeah,
2: that sounds right.
1: I don't have twenty something. I'm crushing it over here. We'll we'll get it, in a sec. <laughs> Um, and we gotta take about, talk about my chio Jose. Ah, uh, chio Murillo, just consistently failing up, always failing up. He's headed to Roma, new coach. There it is. I I thought honestly he was gonna end up in MLS, so at least we dodged that one for the time being. But <coughs> for now, for now,
2: give him for eight now. months. Uh, <laughs> Saturday, May twenty nine.
1: Oh okay. That's that's more than I thought. So that's actually three weeks from now. Right? No, two that weeks. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. May twenty ninth. Yeah, it's the eighth
2: already. Yeah.
0: Awesome. But 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 do we really consider coaching in an Italian league an upgrade? I mean, do you is that a fail up really?
1: Okay, well I, I see what you're saying. Um not necessarily, but I, I, I think expect-
2: anything that's not a downward movement for him, we could consider, <laughs> even if it's it's kind of a lateral move. But I would that's still right. call it that's, feeling. That's, that's,
1: that's the way to look at it. Yeah, like the fact that he's still coaching an elite European team is, is yes. kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I thought it's a movie- team was- that
2: everyone has heard of.
1: Ooh, yeah, They're that's, that's
2: a much <laughs> better
0: that's a much better analogy than Eric. I was like elite, when was Roma elite? Fine, that's
1: fine. A- I thought it was going to be MLS, or I thought it was going to be maybe. I don't know. He, maybe he goes to Brasileiro or something like that. Like I didn't, I didn't see him staying in Europe.
0: I just wanted him to he coach six-year-olds. Just... That's all I wanted to watch. Is I want to watch him coach six-year-olds and have someone just follow him with a camera, who coaching six-year-olds played soccer, just trying to see.
2: He should go to Brasileiro. You could just like rotate him around the league. It'd be
1: As awesome.
2: everyone gets rid of their manager, you just It'd slot awesome. in Mourinho. <laughs>
1: Oh, he could be yeah. the interim for everything. <laughs> yes. yeah. Shoot it in my veins. I love it. Send <laughs> him to go as a sports club and just have him break right. everybody's <laughs> heart. I
0: mean, we should, we should really do like a spreadsheet study over a yes. whole season. Yep. Just one season of, of Brazil league Liga, and see how many coaches get fired each season. I just, oh, I would be that's like,
1: a, that's a lot of work. <laughs>
2: And how many of work. them are just being recycled and moved around yeah. and back and forth and just I'm, oh man,
1: sounds like a doctor. If you're listening, right that's a job for you, bud. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do some CCL. Um, and then there was one. That's that's kind of the theme. Uh, so Philly and Atlanta played. They tied one one, but it's a four to one aggregate. Philadelphia is through. Bye bye Atlanta.
0: Bye bye. Yeah. I Sosa love it's pretty good, yeah, no, no, I love in my household, we celebrate every goal that gets scored on Brad Guzan, just about as much I think now as as I will enjoy every goal scored against uh uh david choa so from the RSL. So, I, I think I think that I think, yeah, but this was this was great, I mean Philly looks just they were just toying with him at points and it was just like you know Atlanta's trying to do things but it just proves one thing right if you don't have the midfield or someone who's connecting with your forward right you don't really have anything right yeah. i mean like joseph can be the it's the greatest mls scorer but if you can't get him the ball and put him in situations where you can do that then you know and he's really not sure.
2: he looked like he was coming in match fit but he is not um he was subbed off 70th? Something like that? He looked absolutely gassed. Mm. So he's not I mean, he's not the Joseph Martinez of, you know, twenty eighteen.
0: Right. And but, I think it'll take him a while.
2: Yeah, it's it's gonna take him a bit. Um I just found it hilarious that Atlanta fans are talking about how they were conked Oh yes, and it's please. like <laughs> just that's a whole different like no you, you didn't even show up to play you don't get to say that you're a conca cast that i mean what does
3: that even the, mean it's yeah. it's
2: like the yeah it's the chaos elements of oh. uh of that tournament um so it, like if the refs had lasted for them uh-huh. like that that would be you could you could argue that that would be concacaf but no they got, they you got like, if you just at if you just, just don't show yeah
1: Come
2: on. you've given up more ga- more goals at home than you ever have that's not concacaf yeah. that's you not showing up
1: that's right. <laughs> you
2: do not get to blame that on the chaos of this tournament that's, that's right. that is all on you
1: exactly. well, speaking of that, so though, ridiculous here, here is definitely a concacaf moment that was spectacular at the very end the the jim Curtin, gabriel Heinz coaches <laughs> coaches handshake apparently goes down like this here's Curtin quote he's an incredible coach he's an incredible player you can still be a sore loser and be an asshole at the end of the game so i still think <laughs> things are the right way and i think you should shake hands like a man after the game they'll probably have something to say now that i've said that but again i'm not gonna just sit here and take it anymore Woo! shot fired and rightly
0: so i mean like yeah gabriel, gabriel hanti wouldn't shake wouldn't shake hands after the first game.
2: No, but he and he kept uh, like following Curtain around and getting in front of him and he was doing the like the Italian listen to me, listen to me. And Curtin's like I mean, I can hardly read lips, but just watching him like f- trying to get away from him, like, dude, shake my hand or don't, like let's let's go. Game's over. And Heinz just, just keeps coming in. At that point.
0: That's oh, yes. <laughs> we need to do research. Get it out we'll of my way. <laughs> We need to see if Philly and Atlanta play at all this season again, right? Because I'm going to hopefully. Oh,
2: I think they do still, yeah.
0: And if they do play each other, I hope to oh, God look. we have a Coca moment where, like, Coach, coaches punching Coach, each fight. other. Coach, fight. <laughs> and I think Jim Curt finally has it and just let Gabriel Hinesy move in. June
2: 20th at 1 p.m.
0: Market. We're, we're going to market. At Atlanta. Oh, my God. That's going to be the. Oh. <laughs> The revenge, as we said earlier,
1: right? I mean, this, uh... this Sheila would be Conca coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, oh my god, twice they play. Oh, really? oh, no, that's Atlanta at Philadelphia, September 25th. So we've got a nice, a nice spread there. Yeah, I like it.
1: If you think Sheila last year or last Conca session, like when. When Piojo was in the stands with the walkie-talkie doing all that madness after he got kicked <laughs> out that we talked about. That was like peak, peak, peak conca coffee. It's, it, you can't get much higher than that. That's the insanity.
0: No, I love right. to see a Gabriela Hinesy with the mic with the, with the walkie talkie somewhere else. <laughs> you outside
2: want him to
1: get walkie talkie,
2: and he would he would sit right behind Jim Curtain too. He wouldn't even be behind his bench; he'd just be chilling back there, like
1: <laughs> maybe they both get booted and are like outside of the stadium <laughs> on walkie talkie,
2: having <laughs> like, their own little right. argument back right. and forth right. while well, the game is happening.
1: That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. Uh, okay. Here's the other one. Cruz Azul, Rodrigo, this is yours. Toronto, uh, Toronto didn't, didn't stand a chance. Um, they were already way, way in the hole, 3-1. to one. They didn't yeah. have to do much. They they won this one 1-0, but 4-1 aggregate. Go.
0: Colossal. I mean, that Colossal happened within, like, the first 15 minutes. And same guy that killed them last game. So, it's like Toronto can't, can't like, can't do anything against uh, a good, really good Cruz Azul team. I mean, when. I mean, you're looking at it, you know, and um, can't say much about that, you know, except that Toronto is still defending set pieces like Minnesota
1: United defending <laughs> set pieces against Seattle. Ah, so. uh, yes. Our team is the butt of the jokes. Good stuff. <laughs> um, this one is, is kind of the, probably the saddest of them all. It, we had such high expectations for Columbus to get through and get to the final and, and do something in this tournament. Or by we, I mean maybe extra time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it did not work out so well for them. Uh, Monterrey just destroys them 3-0. Uh, Meza with a brace. It's a 5-2 aggregate, and Columbus is gone by.
0: And, and, and then we see how, how much uh, Columbus needs uh, Lucas Larayan.
1: Right. Oh, that's right. He didn't play this one, did he? He didn't
0: play because he was suspended for having as oh. uh, yellows. Yeah, I think it's yellows. So.
1: Yeah, it was
2: two yellows. So he has a he is a glazo first half against DC today that mm-hmm. just showed up on my feed. He's, um, he's probably
1: very mad. <laughs> yeah, he's he's <laughs> getting revenge.
2: Ball. He's getting revenge goals against DC right now. Like yeah. just, just gotta take shots at somebody. So, um, our, so our
1: top contender crashed out in a huge way. Uh, And then we had America and Portland, and I didn't get a chance to watch this one, but I I saw some highlights. This was
0: CONCACAF.
1: Was it? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. This is
0: CONCACAF greatness. Um, Portland, um, you know, came up to play, and I think they were trying to figure out how to how to deal with so much talent on the field against America, and America was able to to um, to to work around them, but. Then came the penalty, I believe, as of the twenty-first minute, right, from uh from Vinhas. and it was such a controversial thing because the defender, and I think it was Bravo, um, and uh, Vines are like they they body each other, trying to get possession. Uh, Vines starts falling, right, because it's in the box. As he's falling, he hooks. Uh, The Portland defender's arm and pulls him down at the same time. And PK gets awarded. Goes to VAR. PK still gets awarded. Right. And Atanella got close, super close to saving the ball, but it just wasn't able. And the Portland keeper kept stopping shot after shot and like super hard shots from America. It was one of those like, like, I'm surprised it wasn't a much bigger score, so then Portland in the second half um starts you know they they need to get goals they need to be able to do that and so they um they press right and they're able to put America under pressure, which is great to see because then you see all the openings and there is and i think uh it was a it was a um um Chara, which which of the Chara brothers, Jimmy? I think not Jimmy, but uh, Diego. uh, He was able to penetrate a lot and be able to set up places, passes and stuff like that. And then a penalty in the box, an extremely soft penalty in the box, in which – what is the the striker for Portland? Uh, Cheese, He's Chilean. I I forget what his – he he literally wins and shoots the ball, right? And after he shoots the ball, it apparently looks like one of the defenders takes a swing at his legs, and that's, and then he falls. But if you're looking from a different angle, he he didn't even touch him, so he falls and gets a PK awarded, and then it's one-one, and so like it's like oh yeah, we can still win this game. But then America, you know, was able to to um to pull off with another penalty, and then Suarez in the 70th. I mean like. Portland had their chances. Like, literally, had that's, so many chances. That's
1: what I heard, that they, they played them pretty well and just got kind of unlucky, and then it got weird. <laughs> it, it just got weird, but also... <laughs> it they just they, got they, weird. They didn't finish all their chances that they
0: had. I don't know how many times they dribbled in the box and literally kicked it out at, at At, uh, at Ochoa. Um, but, I mean, they had their chances. So there's no, nothing to say that they didn't create any offense. And what they did is they... They um, want to say photograph. Yeah, they pretty much sent, sent, the, sent the, uh, the plans to how, do, how are you going to attack America? You got to press them. You got to press them. And what team presses a lot that's still into in, in, this, in this tournament? Philly. Mm-hmm. So this plays well into Philly's hand, the aspect of how they're going to play the game. And it should be really interesting to see how this works yeah. out,
1: but that's a good, that's a good segue. So yeah. uh, three to one final four two aggregate as we're saying there. So our, your semifinals in August, we got to wait a while are going to be America and Philly and Cruz Azul and Monterrey. So there you go. And then there was one. Wah, wah. <laughs> we we're also confident like a month ago, are we like, yeah, we're going to get to the semifinals. There's going to be like two or three MLS teams. We're finally going to get the MLS win. No, <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> <laughs> but we'll see maybe philly can get through let's do some libertadores we don't have to go through everything here i want to in, in this first round i think the important thing to highlight here are our friends in ecuador barcelona sport club they are in a group with santos who smashed the strongest five nil and boca juniors right very, very legendary teams in this tournament that are almost always in the quarter semis, finals of Libertadores. Barcelona are top of this group with all three wins. They are the only undefeated team in this group. Again, with Santos from Brazil and Boca Juniors from, obviously, we know from Argentina, from Buenos Aires. That's huge! This team is, is playing very, very well. They're fun to watch. and That kind of leads into the next story, which is uh michael Hoyos Hoyos What to say it so he is i don't are any of you familiar with this story this guy he's from here he was born in the united states he was born in california to argentine parents uh played in california went through the california youth system until he was like teen-ish or something like that and then he decided to, to do uh to do, try his trade back in argentina and kind of stayed there and, and it kind of the headline gives it away u.s native Hoyos, an integral part to barcelona's perfect start um and then they also talk about him kind of being the one of the ones that got away because he was on people's radar i mean he's playing with a lot of the different california teams and all of the, the youth squads and things it's not like he wasn't noticed um and so he goes through a few different lower division clubs and then eventually he, i think he gets moved he got he got shipped to a different club before he ended up at uh, at barcelona in in guayaquil and yeah, he's, he plays, he's the right winger. He's 28 or nine. I can't remember. And he's doing this thing leading right now in the group in Libertadores. And, and he, he still, if he wanted to, I mean, if, if there was a way in theory, he could play for the U S national team, but I think his heart is to try and make it with the Argentine national team. So who knows at
0: 28, 29, that's uh He's he's better off coming to MLS if <laughs> he wants to be able to. Argentina's they they're deaf and, and the national team is so. I didn't
1: amazing. say he could do it, man. It's a dream, baby. It's a dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you also had uh, Velez Sarfield who is very, I think, uh, is one of my one of the teams to watch in the Argentinian league, anyways, because they yep. have such good talent. They they won two two nothing against Unión La Calera. And yep. then uh, Flamengo squeezed by LDU de Quito. So that was, that yeah, was, that was that was. I found that interesting. And of course Atlético MG beats the reporteño for nothing. So,
1: yep, yep. Uh, I I think if, if Velez if if they the the worst thing for them right now is being in the group with Flamengo. Uh, if Flamengo wasn't there, they'd probably win the group. So hopefully they still get through. We'll we'll kind of see how that all plays out. Um, on the next day, I'm I'm just gonna skim. Uh, Internacional is playing very angry. They, they won 6-1 to one against Olympia, and I think they actually kind of – they put in some of their B squad after, like, the fourth goal because why not? Um, and then we, we, we got to talk about the, the uh, Minnesota Football Show team that we are fully behind, the absolute Cinderella story in this tournament, always ready, once again, always ready. They, are, they were indeed – they beat Deportivo, Tachira – They are in that same group with Internacional and they're both, I think they both have two wins and one tie six points. So they are still very much alive in this thing, which is awesome. Again, this is the very first time this team has ever been in Libertadores, the best name of all the teams. And I I just love them for their underdogness. And I I hope, hope, hope they get through to the next round because they're just, they're just fun. And I think it's very much like the twenty seventeen Minnesota United. They're just like, We're just happy to be here, you know. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and they're doing it. It's great. It's wonderful. Uh Rodrigo, any other any other ones you want to highlight in there?
0: Um, well, I mean, I'm always a fan when Universitario loses, so when Universitario de Peru, you know, I'm I'm glad they lost. But um but my team, Sporting Cristal, tied zero zero with Rentistas. So that was that's a step in the right direction. I mean, I think also.
1: Um, I didn't put the table in here. Do you know where they are in the table?
0: No, I don't. I don't, okay. unfortunately, not at the moment. But I think um, you know, Argentino Juniors defeated Atlético Nacional,
1: and I. They're think, doing really well too.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I think Junior FC and Fluminense. That was an interesting one-one uh, tie. So that was so, but I mean. I've made my argument for Bolivian league teams. They have like literally some of the most unique names that they have. And so I'm looking forward to see how well, um, how always ready makes too. So
1: always ready. They they don't even have a Twitter is the thing. It's just like, we, we need to like take over their Twitter, just become their Twitter. That'd be a blast. <laughs> see if we can make that happen. Right.
0: Make, make, make David seller run it. Right. Oh. Since he's, uh, he's adopted them as, 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 as uh, on, well, too. And congratulations to David Zeller and his wife Anna. They just yeah. had a Saúde. baby. Parabéns. Parabéns. So that's two. And um, I don't have my phone near me, but I would tell you what the name of the baby is. But
1: uh um, baby Clara. Clara, Clara. Thank you, Clara, Clara.
0: Clara. So mm-hmm. that's awesome news. I'm sure that um the, the Daves I know will have an in-depth uh description of the whole thing as they usually do. And I I for one we'll just download and now, <laughs> But um,
1: at times two speed.
0: Exactly. Right. That's the best way. So <laughs> uh,
1: this is from our friend of the show, Brenda Elsie over at burn it all down. Uh, some really, really rough stuff happening on the Argentine women's football side with some, a coach that uh, apparently has a FIFA ethics committee investigation on sexual harassment of players going on. So, not good. Not good at all. I don't know all the details. I don't know if any of you have heard about this, but uh, something we can fi- something we can definitely follow, but she basically says um, uh, the corruption and sexism in the Federation permits ongoing abuse of women and minors. Massive overhaul and independent investigation is desperate- desperately needed. So bad stuff. Not good. Not yeah. good.
0: And in, in addition to with um which is gonna make interesting because I'm gonna make a Copa Libertad, not a Copa Liberta, but a Copa America, with all the unrest and political unrest that's going on in Colombia and what's not going to on. In pandemic, yeah, pandemic and everything. I just, I've been having a conversation on Twitter with some other folks that are like, yeah, it's it's gonna happen, and I'm like, I, how, yeah. <laughs> when, when Colombia's up in arms over, over, uh, on unsolicited tax uh new tax laws that affect the the middle class and, and the working class and yeah it's, it's i don't i don't know how they're gonna do it and a massive
1: that, massive police repression i mean i think there's been over 100 people killed yeah uh, i mean like helicopters shooting at prison. people. From,
0: it's it's crazy right it's like in our heart and and solidarity goes with people in colombia um yep. But uh, but I just you know like there's people say maybe we should move it to the United States and I'm like why even bother? I was like why, <laughs> just you know, just well that really and, and
1: logistics just, of trying to get people in here. I mean with right. COVID restrictions, they're not just going to let everybody come in, I,
0: right? I mean it's not and like what well, we can play in, in, in NFL stadiums. Like do you really want to see a game where like, you can still see the NFL lines on a field? <laughs> it's like I, I don't know. Do you think players want to play on turf? No.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't uh, see how it's going to happen either. So I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't see it's, it happening. It's May. It's supposed to happen in two months. It's insane. And, and,
0: just... and they can't delay it anymore because if you delay it even more, then you get into qualifying, right? I mean, that's just
1: Ramesh.
0: so. Who knows if we'll see a Copa America, and I hope we don't. Just for the matter of yeah. fact of what's going on. So, <sighs> but I mean, uh,
3: the thing about the about COVID is that it's it switches i mean two weeks is a long time when it comes to covid actually
1: that's right and there and we didn't even mention like the brazilian variant is is terrible i mean it's really really destructive
0: and and let's not think about the like at least right now in peru they're just barely beginning to open the second phase which is the i think 65 to 55 year old folks at least in that part of peru right and so like Plus, Their and,
3: winter
0: right now. Yep. And so, and so it's just one of those things that it's, uh, we don't know. I mean, like we're, we're, you know, vaccines were sent out to uh, Comable for Copa, Copa America. We'll see how that gets distributed or not. But just the fact that the way that things COVID is affecting uh, the Americas is just one of those things that, you know, you don't know when it's, when it's going to be safe again to be do anything so
1: i mean i can tell you that everybody is so so far behind on vaccines right now like nobody and the only person in my family that's been vaccinated is the doctor and that was a long time ago because she's a doctor and everybody else has been infected and that's that's pretty common i think i think that's just kind of brazil and general but probably also a lot of the border countries as well it's really bad really really bad um I, was, I had a couple things, just the Olympics. Uh, apparently, they came out with a thing saying that uh, they will apparently censor athletes from wearing anything related to Black Lives Matter, which I hope is shattered on the first day. There, there's got to be at least somebody either from the U.S. They're or not Australia.
3: allowed to say anything political at all.
1: Yeah, and there, and there's a history of, of fighting that I mean Tommy Smith and John Carlos for example and yeah but
3: they've never had a, an explicit rule like this. this is new
1: right and that's what I'm saying I, I hope somebody just like takes it on Oh that's they definitely one. will It's like yeah. they've
3: already said they're going to Yeah okay and the and the um, I can't remember the name of the Olympic Athlete Federation or something like that has mm-hmm. come, come strongly said they're going to. You know, support those athletes but it may very well it's it will it'll be and go to the courts for sure
0: yeah we'll, we'll see what happens i mean like i think it, when when it was tony tony smith and, and company that did it like they got their medals rescinded right or it was some sort of
1: temporarily they yeah. got them back eventually but yeah and i think
0: that's that's one of the things that, that it might roll down to which is i mean I'm, i can't wait to see how this is going to turn into like Chaos, and I'm I'm ready for it. Just because I just I think student, the athletes have determined that they want to use their space to be at be advocates for whatever they want to be advocates for, and that's that's fine. You know, they should.
1: And not even mentioning the COVID mess, there. I mean, Japan's on lockdown. Japan is like a goosh, nothing's happening, everything's closed, everybody's home. They're still going to try and pull this thing off. I mean, okay, capitalismo, uh, Rodrigo. Drone killers that is the headline. I'm throwing it to you. We, we had we had this is the story to end it on because it's kind of a feel good story and it's just a bananas South American Argentine story so I throw it to you sir. It's like all T- right. T1000 terminator stuff T-1, drones. I yeah. I think
0: this is interesting. I don't get to watch all the all the Argentinian league games uh but I'm thankful for Paramount having like a highlight show. Uh, so Paramount, and I was watching the highlight show, and this was a, a match in, uh, between um, Rosario Central and Newell's Old Boys, which we know that's Maradona's team. And um, just three minutes into the match, play was delayed as a small drone flew just above the field. Uh, the drone appeared to be from a Rosario Central fans and it roughly translated to, I eliminated you with a bang and I was champion. So here are fans. <laughs> here are fans rolling. Uh, after a player in Rosario Central brought the drone to the ground, Pablo Perez walked over and stomped his cleat into it and then like it was well. First, amazing.
1: he like doesn't he like he like throws it against like the uh, like the advertisements on the That's side right, yeah. right behind the goal, and then just starts stomping, stomping, stomping.
0: He <laughs> just it just stomped the crap out of this thing, and I loved everything—the fact that they were they were uh, trolling, and the fact that this happened, and like really literally like an empty stadium. Like, how many times have we talked about on this show? I was like, what do we get to do to get a drone on the field over at Allianz? And apparently, in Argentina, it just takes having a drone to be able to get it done so
1: I'm kind of amazed that that hasn't happened yet in the MLS A drone with with some kind of a some troll or some kind of a opposing team something like attached to it just to just to annoy the other fans or something like that but I'm sure it's coming now if anybody saw this (laughs) all right fam that's all I got thank you very much thank you listeners uh Minnesota football show I'm always mess it up patreon.com backslash Minnesota football show there you go is the place to go to join the patreon uh, stick around listen listen to the spaces for the immediate reactions uh, this one will probably already have passed but we'll do it this evening uh, I think we'll go Wednesday as well. It's, it's kind of fun and and we can we can chat a little bit too uh, we'll, have, we'll have special guests and uh, just kind of a little way to do some some bonus content through the Twitter box that's all I got See you all next week. Obrigado.